0: Welcome to the FreeCast. I'm your host, Matthew LeBron, joined by Vincent boy and Ricky Williams. What's up? What up? It has been an eternity since all three of us were in the same Skype room together. I, I don't know. I, Ricky, did you abandon your children or something to join us today? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so we're all together. This is the FreeCast. We review things, uh, movies, TV shows, as uh we're gonna do a comic book. I say this every time. We're gonna do a comic book again very soon. <laughs> um, we, uh, like, I'm, I'm tempted to choose it myself, but we know that always goes bad.
1: Um, <laughs> maybe so, we should do. Maybe we should look and see if that comic about the dog and Hitler ha- has updated. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe there's a new arc. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everybody got to do that, man. Why you got
2: to do that? <laughs> <laughs> He's never gonna live that down. <laughs> never. That has to. I hate to break it to you. You made us read the goddamn Green Lantern saga.
1: Jeez. Yeah, but at least that's that's still uh, Warner Brothers. Oh my bad, DC. <laughs>
2: um, oh, and then uh, what was it? The Flashpoint stuff? Oh, jeez.
0: Still DC. He's chosen some really long arcs. I mean, like <laughs> some, like. Things that, kind of hey, I, that I, were like I a gigabyte. Boom. Thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, so today we're gonna do a movie. It is a classic, Aladdin. Right. So, uh, Ricky, you're the one that chose this. Yeah. All right. I mean, do we really need to go say, hey, this is what Aladdin's about? I mean, everybody's seen Aladdin, right? I mean, you think? And I mean, this is out, the
1: Robin Came out Williams
0: what This came out. No, what, they wouldn't. Yeah, like ninety five, ninety
2: four, something like that.
0: Something like that. A long time ago. I mean, long time ago. Yeah, yeah when you start thinking about it, it's like it's twenty
2: five years old, then you go, "Damn, man."
0: Uh, damn. Oh. I'm, like I remember, if if I remember when the movie came out, <laughs> like I have the youngest on the podcast. Like I remember because I was, <laughs> I don't know, like twelve or something. <laughs> Crazy. So <laughs> Ricky, why don't you tell us why you chose this story, this uh, movie?
1: Um. I mean, I chose it. Well, number one, because all three of us have seen it, talked about it, um, had seen it by the time I had to choose, because I never seen it before. I also chose it because, well, you know, we all know Robin Williams and how great he was, and so once when I watched it, it was just sort of a reminder. So I thought it would be you know pretty cool uh, a pretty cool one to do.
0: Guys, this is my favorite Disney movie. Is it? I, yeah, yeah, it's my favorite one. Um There's not a, an animated Disney movie that I've watched more than this one. And I think the reason why is Robin Williams like Ricky said, cuz he's just so fantastic in this movie. Um <laughs> there, guys there's a reason why the second Aladdin movie sucked. Right, I mean, it's cause, because did it really Bob suck
2: way. though? Did it really suck? Come it on, did
0: suck. They, they got Homer Simpson to play the genie. I mean, come oh, on. You're talking
2: about you talking about the second like the, the second animated version of the sequel, not not the second
0: version. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the, the Forty Thieves or whatever it was. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. They they couldn't. So I don't know. Do you guys know the story behind how? Like, Robin Williams only agreed to do Aladdin because he didn't want his name associated with the movie. So they, when he signed the contract, he, um, the, the contract basically said that only, like, 1% of the, the marketing could um, could contain him. his branding, right? And then Disney reneged on it, and, like, I mean, like everywhere it was Robin Williams as the genie, right? <laughs> um, and that's the reason why he wouldn't do the second one was because Disney kind of screwed him, you know. Really? Over. Wait, yeah. wait but, but I don't, I don't get it. What, why th- that makes no sense. Like, you, he had you some, is... he had some kind of bad experience with um, animated films being related to his name or something. I don't remember. I'll send you guys. There's a, a excellent like, um, like little documentary or whatever on YouTube about it. It's very, very fascinating because uh, he was on like a, like the Today Show or something like that explaining it at, at one point and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was talking about how the the CEO of Disney, I think it was, uh, was, it, was it Katzenberg Michael, at that Katzenberg? Mike
2: Eisner? No, was it Mike Eisner at that point? Michael I Eisner,
0: wasn't it? I can't yeah. remember. no, it, it was one of them. That wasn't the one that's there now. Um, okay. But anyways, um, they like screwed him out of a whole bunch of stuff, and it, it, he didn't want he didn't he didn't want to be top billing of the story for some reason. I can't really remember why. Um, but that's the reason why he came back for the third one. Like, there's a thir- there's like a, like a a sequel sequel, right? I don't remember. What, mm-hmm. No clue what the name, uh, what the the. I mean, it's Aladdin and something or the other. Um, but he was in the third one, but he wasn't in the second one. And the reason why he was in the third one is because they settled in court or something, and he agreed to do the third one. Really?
2: Because right. so oh, I think the third one was when his dad he got his dad, right?
0: Wasn't it? I don't because re- I don't remember. I after the the. The horribleness of the, sec- the the sequel, I didn't...
1: <laughs> it spoiled I, you for life. I, I don't think I ever watched that.
0: I may have watched the third one like one time.
1: It's like um, Fast and oh, Furious okay. and Tokyo Drift. Then they had to bring back Diesel.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like that <laughs> only with a good actor. You know? <laughs> uh, um, uh. <laughs> um, so anyways, Vince, why don't you tell us what you, I mean, about this movie i have seen this many many times
2: okay so um i think the animated version was very good mind you you know what if you the other day i was just watching it again just to make sure i could talk about the show there are a lot of clips that are very centric to the 90s right like whether it's the the discussion on like he throws in jack nicholson in there um uh i, I can't remember there's like there, there's Jokes that kind oh, of oh yeah, there's you, God.
1: He's talking like the Godfather. Rodney
0: Dangerfield when he's playing the rug. Yeah, Rodney, yeah. yeah exactly.
1: Exactly. can't
0: believe I'm for a rug.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I
2: think like people will not know Rodney Dangerfield. I mean, I think that there are some immortal performances, like you know, I think people will still know, you know, uh, Don Corleone, Godfather stuff, right? Um, but, but I think that it was just interesting to see how fast. Like I mean, mind you, twenty five years after that. But there's a lot of uh, components to the jokes that were still like zingers to me. I thought they are funny, but then, you know, I- I'm sitting there with my daughter, and she's just going,
1: "Well, wow, huh? the only reason
2: why I like this, what? the only reason why I like this, is because the cartoon, right? And <laughs> and I get that, but I'm also thinking, you know what? She probably uh, like she likes she-, she grew up with the live action one that came out a couple yeah. of years ago, right? So I don't blame her. Because she's like, oh, the animated one's good because it's got a cartoon. Because, you know, kids like cartoons. And th- there's, like, more fun, joke, jokey stuff, right? Like, obviously, with the live action, there's a certain amount of drama. Um, but, I- I- again, I don't want to be a compare and contrast just yet on the new one and the old one. But the old one, I think that for its time was very good. I thought that it was, um, I believe, did it come out after uh, Lion King or before Lion King? I think it came Before.
0: Out- yeah, I think it came. So, yeah, I think came out before. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So,
2: so you can tell that like the animation was less computer centric. Obviously, they used computers. I think like it was like uh, if you know the history of uh, Disney movies. I think um, what was it? Uh, the the Little Mermaid was one of the watershed moments, and then Beauty and the Beast became like the the first use of like some sort of com- computational power uh, to mm-hmm. get the animations working. But, you know, you could kind of see that it was, in Aladdin, it was very much still the classical mode of animation, right? You don't see those weird pans where it's like the 3D, pseudo 3D geometries. And I quite frankly like the fact that it still maintains that classical kind of cell animation uh, modality. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that the story was very uh, good, um, given that, you know, it's a fairly complex story if you think about it to a kid, right? Talking about this thing that has wishes, but then there's conditions, there's provisions, and then it's like at the end when he's like, I I wish I were a genie. Like it's the kind of like the kind of logic. So my my, my daughter, fortunately, she had watched the you know the live action one, but I can understand like you know talking to you know my my you know my son who who's just turned three. You know he was like, so genies are bad now because when Jafar turns into a genie, he's mm. like, okay, so like so it's a little confusing. But yeah. I, I think we got to talk about so so I mean the, the story was fairly well presented though, admittedly. I, but I think that there are some things that um. In retrospect watching that movie through there was some really like you know I, I like Pixar because they do like jokes that are for grown-ups but then jokes that are for kids right but there were some things that were kind of like you know questionable right like I mean at the <laughs> end when, when like I mean like there's obviously this cultural and racial sensitivity like where it's like you know uh, the, the whole thing about like at the beginning song where it's like uh, they, they they can cut out they can cut your face but hey it's home like that kind of thing right Um, and I think they changed it in the more recent ones, but I definitely remember it's because I remember when I was a kid, we actually had the soundtrack on CD, um, where it was like, uh, it was like, this is a place where, uh, they, they
1: cut off your face for saying the wrong thing, just like that. Right. So it was like, it's like when she's in the market, the guy was about to cut her arm off. Right.
2: Yeah, exactly. So then there's stuff like that. And then let's not forget the kind of, uh, Sexual, and I'm not going to talk about the the, just the the sexual thing that happens at the end where you know she's trying to seduce Jafar and she's all like skanky and stuff. And you're just like, Whoa, where'd that come from? Like, I mean, that's that's kind of you got to admit, like for a kid's movie where like kids look up, like you know, my daughter's looking up to this princess. And you know I'm just like thinking. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. right. Like, yeah, like suddenly she goes and says, uses your sexual will, like you know, like your, your sexual <laughs> like objectivity to to kind of get the thing you want. Um, and, and then, again, obviously, when you get to the um, you know to the earlier version, uh, sorry to to the to this version, the other thing is of course the fact that she's basically a prisoner to you know very masculine, masculine guidelines yeah. of like you know you can't do this you're the princess but you got to get married to do this yeah. this, and this and of course they kind of updated it in the more recent version right and and they they kind of um you know downplay the sexual tension between jafar and uh jasmine in the, in the live mm-hmm. action i i think it, it it works better that way but um just in the cartoon i thought that was very strange to have that put through um but i also think that this this comes to me like that, that Maybe Matt, you don't pick up on it. Maybe even Ricky, you don't pick up on it, right? Mm. But for, for me, I, I was watching this and going, when I was a kid, I always got this confusion because the more I thought about it, it wasn't until, like, you know, Gulf War happened that we actually understood that the Middle East was something, right? Um, yeah, like yeah. Back, back in the 1990s, right? But I'll be honest with you. Like, I was watching this going, you know what? When I was a kid... I probably didn't know the difference between, like, you know, the subcontinent of India and Pakistan, right, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and the Middle East, because they blend them all together. Like, you see, like, <laughs> this big Taj Mahal kind of palace, which is mm-hmm. unique to in India, but it's in the Middle mm-hmm. East where there's a lot of, you know, Middle East traditions. You see a lot of these Sikh traditions coming in, and, of course, it's supposed to be in, you know, uh, the Middle East, and then you start hearing, like, like it's very clear that are talking about baklava. They're not talking mm-hmm. about, you know, um, like, naan. So you're just like watching this and going, they blended all the stuff together, right? <laughs> like there's, there's an elephant and a tiger, which I was like, okay, those are very Indian things. And mm-hmm. it's in the middle of like, what seems to be the Middle East. I mean, the Yago the dresses up as a, as a flamingo in, the, in an oasis and stuff like that. So it's, it's very clear. Like, I'm not saying that I know my geography, right, but. Uh, It's just very, very much kind of blurring and and blending. It's like as long as you got brown skin, guess what? You're from the same (laughs) relative imaginary territory. It doesn't matter. Right? Doesn't matter. So so I thought I thought that I thought that was that was interesting to note. And then the the other thing I found was that um, looking at the character uh, of of um, Aladdin, right? Did you not find also that this is one of the few instances where you actually had a male protagonist not look like your typical disney male prince right like he had a bigger Mm -hmm. nose you know what i mean um and and and, you know like i know that there was like he had a bushy set of eyebrows which was not like what you'd see with the other previous classical disney movies so i thought that was interesting to note and then but uh, however i gotta admit though princess jasmine still looks like if you just change the the tints like and if you took a jasmine Mm -hmm. coloring book Right. Mm -hmm. You can still pass her off as like a Caucasian person. Right. But I thought it was interesting that I'm not sure if it was progressive or not. But you compare Aladdin to all the other uh, princess princes, he looks very different. Right. the the kind of facial features. Mm -hmm. Uh, But unfortunately, it it, it doesn't really align to he still is like the great white hope. I I hate to say it, but like he looks very Caucasian relative to the other brown, like the the, the guards, Jafar, like all those Mm -hmm. other people are very much darker. Right. And and again it's again, you look at it and you go like, okay, the lighter guy, even though they're all from the same Middle Eastern quasi features,
1: it's Yes
2: yeah, Exactly. Like
1: even if you see the like when he's um when he's parading and there's the women outside the windows, they're supposed to obviously be like beautiful women and stuff, but if you compare them to Jasmine, like it's a whole different level. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's like you can find features on them where it's like, okay, you know, like, oh, she's beautiful enough, but you know what I mean. Whereas Jasmine is like has to be like a knockout, right? If you compare them.
2: Yeah, I, I would agree 100%. Like, I think it's most evident to me. Uh, it's not because I'm suddenly woke or anything, but like it was just most evident to me when I looked at the guard versus and Jafar versus what Aladdin looks like, right? If they're all from the same gene mm-hmm. pool, essentially, right? The guard, like the chief guard, has those big lips. You know what I mean, talking about mm-hmm. right? The, the stereotypical darker, like you know, inset darker eyes. You know, Jafar has the kind of you know. You know, devious look, the kind of the the, the eye type is is very different from, say, Aladdin, who has very Caucasian eyes, for lack of a better Mm -hmm. term. Right. So Mm -hmm. I thought it was interesting to see to see that kind of dynamic. And maybe it's yeah, like we're talking about this in in the current political climate. But I just thought that, you know, we're we're hearing about Disney kind of having to revitalize Splash Mountain to switch it from um, the Song of the South to the uh, kind of uh, Princess Frog. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of revisionist history kind of going on right now with how Disney's going to look at uh, its past IPs. And I'm not sure, looking back at uh, Aladdin, if they're going to be like, no, 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 no. That animated thing was done way back 25 years ago. What we really mean is this live action <laughs> because it's not politically incorrect, right? And all yeah. stuff. Like, I mean, my daughter is a big fan of uh, Mulan, right? And I can tell you right now, looking at the difference between what Mulan, the animated movie is versus mm-hmm. what I've seen in the trailers for the uh, live action, there's mm-hmm. a huge difference uh, on, on the role of men and women. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that Disney's kind of like, whether it's consciously or not, it's, it's pivoting itself. So it's distancing itself from all yeah. these like aforementioned racist or sexist or, you know, politically incorrect kind of things. But in general, you know, Matt, to your question, it was a good movie for its time. Kind of like how Blazing Saddles. Remember, you may have watched that a while ago. Um, Blazing Saddles, damn good movie. <laughs> Funny as hell. But, of course, I think it would get shot to hell. Oh, yeah, it never...
0: Oh, man, you... you I, I mean, there's a reason why Mel Brooks doesn't make movies anymore. I mean, it's not that just that he's 95 million years old. <laughs> But because yeah. his brand of humor just would not fly today. I mean, all of his movies, really. I mean, all of them have that. I'm mean, Blazing Saddles, obviously. You know, um, yeah, yeah, completely out there. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Sorry, <laughs> white guy loves racist movie. <laughs> <laughs> surprise! <laughs> surprise! It's <laughs> not a surprise at all.
1: <laughs>
0: Stereotype, uh, Um All right, Ricky. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, what you like about this movie?
1: yeah um so it was interesting like um because you know we we talked about it before on the podcast and like i said um when i watched it like a couple months ago that was the first time i've ever watched it before never seen it before um what i love most about the movie was robin williams performance um hands down like just i think and it's funny because to me it the genie steals the whole show, but, you know, they they were good enough to make it so that he didn't steal the story. Um, but watching it, it's funny because after hearing um, what Vince said, like, watching it, I didn't actually recognize that. But it's funny enough because... If you take into effect, like if you look at Jafar, even the clothes he wears, his facial features, his mannerisms, it's it's pure Middle Eastern. But if you look at the king, his clothes and stuff, that is definitely Indian, right? Like the baggy pants, the, the baggy shirt, it's sort of open at the chest, like it's very Bollywood style. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean um but yeah like um most of the stuff that that Vince said I didn't really pick up on it watching it but it was my first time so it was just sort of um I was just sort of watching it to see like oh you know like you guys mentioned it so many times like you know is it really that good whatever and yeah as a Disney story um I think it is good. I loved the whole story of it. We all know between the three of us, I'm very different from the two of you. Um, But yeah, I think it, you know, in today's climate, there's a lot of things, right, that, that is different. But the thing is, like, do you change that, though, right? Like, the story is about a princess in that part of the world at that time you know like we can't say okay we're gonna change it to be politically correct at that time women and even now still if you go to the middle east women are you know like it is a male dominated society so like is it fair to say for the consumption of North American audiences, we're going to change it. So women are more assertive or, you know what I mean? Like, that's the question that I have. You know what I mean? Like, does it really serve anything? You know, You know, like, say my kid's growing up and they watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, is it, is it better to have them... A conversation where, you know, they might notice and say, you know, well, how come, you know, she had to follow her dad's rules or Jafar's rules or she didn't get, you know, and then I can carry the conversation on and say in some parts of the world, that's how it is. Or at some times, you know, whereas if you change the whole story and you make her, you know, now she's the hero of the story and she's very liberated. You don't have that conversation. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how do you change? Like, is it fair to change it? Should they change it? You know what I mean? Like, like you said, the new version, the live action, is very different. Um, so then, do they retcon this? And and you know, once you know, no one watches it anymore, you know what I mean, like, as a part of that, like, my daughter loves to watch, they have on the Disney Channel, the old, um, like, uh, Mickey Mouse and and, uh, Donald Duck, Mm -hmm. old movies, I mean, old, old movies from, like, the 50s or whenever, and there are tons of them, Steamboat Willie. And there's one where Mickey Mouse is in India, and he's a driver of their little wagon cart thingies. Like, I'm talking, when you watch these, these are heavily racist. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, the things he does, the just the actions, it's very different from the Mickey Mouse that you know, right? Like, Mickey mm-hmm. Mouse Clubhouse, right? but it's on there and you can watch it. So, you know, do they eventually cut those off and don't show those anymore? Because you know what I mean? Like it's just, to me, it's interesting to see what is the right direction. You know what I mean? And is it it a direction to take in certain things, but not others, you know? So.
2: I, I would, I would agree with that. Um, my, my thinking is that Disney knows its role. Disney knows that it's uh, basically a, a big mold for a lot of kids' uh, impressions of a lot of things. Not only on what good behavior is, but certainly on like how you treat women, globalization, uh, racist issue or racism and stuff like that. So I think it's taken a little bit of responsibility in, in trying to do stuff like that. right? Um, but just coming back to the, the movie itself... Um, I, I mean, I think Matt, you you're, you pick, you, sorry, Ricky, you picked it. You've outlined why you picked it. But then Matt, you and I both watched it. And I think one of the biggest questions would be let, let's talk about The Elephant in the Room. Let's talk about the two movies in comparison, right? And, and like, you know, Ricky and I have just talked about how you can see how Disney kind of updated to maybe rewrite history on some things. But I mean, just looking at the movie itself as a pure movie, 25 years out. What do you? How do you feel about it? Does it age well? Does it? Does it last? Does it? You know? Do you think that? You know? It's only good for a specific demographic, like me and you, who are of that time. Like, what? What do you, what do you think about it?
0: Okay, I don't think it ages well, but not necessarily because of the the race aspect. You know, token white guy. I didn't really think of that stuff because you know I just didn't. Um, but, um, I mean, it's all that stuff very interesting. But I, I think one of the reasons why it doesn't age well is because of Robin Williams. Okay, so. I love the man. I mean, he, he probably, I think if you, you had to go through and rate the funniest comedians of all time, he has to be close to the top. I mean, mm-hmm. I think everyone finds him funny in some aspect. I think he has some... I mean, some of his stand-up is really blue, but, I mean, whatever. Um, but I think, when we talked about it at the beginning, um, a lot of the jokes that are, you know, meant for adults, like the Rodney Dangerfield thing, kids mm-hmm. today don't... I mean, I mean, I can just imagine you guys as kids, you know, watching this movie, like, who the fuck is Rodney Dangerfield? You know, <laughs> uh, like, oh, kid, this is a, this is a, a, a play on Rodney Dangerfield, you know, whatever, like, and they're like, who the hell is that? You know? <laughs> uh, I mean, for us, Rodney Dangerfield is like the, one of the best comedians, you know, that we remember, but, I mean, he's not one of those types of comedians that are gonna, you know, stay around for, you know, decades or whatever after his death. It's like, George Carlin, or, um, or even Robin Williams. So I think okay. that's part of the reasons why it doesn't it, it doesn't really hold up today. And, and, and another one, uh, I don't know, the way they've done. I, I think Pixar, in some ways, has ruined animated films. I mean, obviously, like Toy Story and and, and uh, you know Bugs Life and Cars and all these movies that they come out with nowadays. They're not like the the you know. Um, the, the animated cartoons of, or movies that we had back in the the, the 90s i mean they're just I, in, in some ways the the animated industry or whatever has gone realist. like they've tried to make the every animation seem more realistic right I mean, and you didn't you don't get the sense of that with any of the ones in like the 90s or whatever cuz those all came across as animated stories that were meant to be animated you know and um, you know, they had a, You paid attention to the story. You didn't pay attention to how. Oh, cool! Look at all this awesome animation. You know, it was just. You watch Aladdin not because of how awesome you know the pictures are, but because you know of the story and you know the, the the show tunes and you know Robin Williams. If you're you know you're, mm-hmm. you're older or whatever, you don't watch it because it has you know uh, lens flares and explosions and stuff that look really am- amazingly realistic. Um, mm-hmm. so I think that's one of. Uh, it, it, it's just. I, I think it kind of plays into the reason why Disney's gone through and, you know, remade these into live action is because they wouldn't – I don't think you could remake this story, you know, with today's – way they do animation today. It just wouldn't be the same because you'd focus on different things. Um, I like – so, guys, I said that earlier this is my favorite Disney movie. Um, and I think that's because – Robin Williams is – when I first saw this movie, I thought Robin Williams did all the voices. Like I mean, not like all I—I like, knew he wasn't Aladdin. I knew he wasn't the princess or whatever. But I thought, you know, all like the like the tertiary characters that were like in the, you know, the bazaar and all that kind of stuff. But he actually only does a couple couple um, voices in the, in this movie because he seems like he does a lot more, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's one of the very interesting things about this movie is that they had a whole bunch of people who did multiple voices. So like, uh, the guy who did Gazim also did the Melon Merchant and the Nut Merchant. Um, the the guy who did Abu also did the Cave of Wonders and Raja. The 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 um. Whoa! Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait,
2: wait! I thought I thought the Cave of Wonders, the tiger thing. I thought really. I thought that was um that was like Frank Welker, like the guy that does Optimus Prime's voice. It is.
0: It is Frank Welker. He he did Abu, Cave of Wonders, and Raja. Yeah. He
2: did. He does the monkey. Yeah. Optimus Prime does the monkey. I knew he did the. I knew did the 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 cave. But seriously, he does the monkey
0: yeah yeah he does and the, um some of the, that is crazy yeah he the, um so like in cory burton did prince Ahmed and the necklace merchant so, i mean there's a lot of double like like obviously so I, I, isn't that the, the
2: rigor of like voice acting like the fact that they because we don't see them like they have to like, mask themselves and they can usually in, in a lot of you know uh, animated things you find that they do have doubling up right
0: right the, my point is though Vince is that when i first watched this i thought robin williams was the one doing all the voices because they had so many that sounded the same um and it's beca- in this reason why is because they had a whole bunch they only had like a, a small amount of people that did a whole bunch of different voices and that that's kind of his stick right you know he, that's mm-hmm. what he does he's changed his voices a lot um i mean that's i mean that's the opening of mrs doubtfire him doing voice <laughs> doing voices Yeah, like the bird <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> like oh no i'm smoking i don't want to die <laughs> uh, um, that's a great movie too um anyways like i said i really like this movie it's like one of my favorite. i haven't now vince you said you wanted to compare the the live action i haven't seen the live action one is How? it good what? i haven't what? seen th- yeah, either I, I i i have what? a ser- i have a serious problem with will smith i don't like him as an actor And I I blame Ricky because I liked Will Smith perfectly fine before, (laughs) after, or whatever the fuck it
1: was. (laughs)
0: Yeah, once Uh, I watched that movie, I never watched another Will Smith movie. I can't (laughs) even watch Independence Day where you have ruined it for me, Ricky.
2: Okay, but wait, wait,
1: wait,
0: wait,
1: wait, Rick, you have Disney Plus, right? I do. Is it on there?
2: It gotta be on there. I mean, like, it's only Odd. Incredibles two that's not that's in like Netflix limbo, right? But yeah. no, seriously, like, okay. Okay. So well, if it's on you there, should really I watch it, it because they they then actually we could do We can do change... another show. <laughs> well, no, no, but I, I think it's just just to like. You know, if we're not gonna do another show, I don't want to spoil anything. But <laughs> j- just to put things out here, they actually, it, it's very clear that they Disney is trying to re. Uh, assess, reposition itself so that yeah. the movie doesn't actually project like any negative messaging, right? Mm. Certainly, you still have a Middle Eastern antagonist, but of course, mm. everyone's Middle Eastern, so or or at least I don't know what what culture mm. it is, but they still they still kind of blend all
1: together.
2: um <laughs> But they they definitely do this female affirmation where um, you know one of the new songs they put into it, it's very much about her struggle as trying to like take charge of. A, a mm-hmm. political power as well as self- power um, and an agency so that's good. Um, but then they, they also throw in a couple of dimensions where it's it's no longer sexualizing her. It, it's actually just like you know because remember the whole thing is that mm-hmm. Aladdin falls in love with her and again he, yeah. she becomes a bit of an, a, 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 a reward right yeah so uh, they, they kind of downplay that they kind of make um, Aladdin a little more um, you know comically flawed right so, so it's, it's kind of like that. Um, and by the way, uh, Rick, the guy who plays Aladdin, he's from Ryerson. Just put it out there. Man. Oh
1: no way. Yep, yeah, seriously. Right. Yeah. Seriously? That's right.
2: Yep, that's, oh, wow. that's, yeah, that's wow. Yep. Ryerson University, <laughs> just put it out there. Yeah. I, now well, to be no. fair, I don't know if he's ever gonna get any other roles and if he's gonna be always like
1: relegated <laughs> to like <laughs> Terry. He's gonna two. be like uh, he's gonna be like Anakin. What's his name? Um, remember oh, him?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he's
1: supposed oh, yeah. to Yeah, him. <laughs> and then he just yeah. Disappeared. <laughs> disappeared yeah yeah i know i know, I know. But, but no like, but, but
2: you should watch yeah, the movie, i'm gonna guys. watch it's, it's, it's it i'm gonna
1: watch it for sure because like i said i'd like to see how they change it and like whether the changes really are good changes or just changes to align with the current state you know what i mean like uh, yeah I'll, yeah it'll be interesting i'll watch it for sure so, and, and you know what the thing
2: to- is for 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 you, Matt, the, the one thing is that when you watch it, I, I think the one really jarring thing is that in animation, a person can be blue and you don't blink an eye, right? And then when you have Will Smith and he's blue, it's like, what the, right? Like you're just like, that's so weird and it messes up. So I think, again, Disney acknowledges that. So he's blue for a while, but then he goes back to black Will Smith for a lot of it as he masquerades <laughs> as a regular person. Because you understand, like having this blue guy, it's just like, unless it's in Las Vegas with another four blue men doing like some weird <laughs> performance, <laughs> you're not going to make any sense of it. So he, he 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 does have to go back to regular Will Smith and he plays up being Will Smith. Like, honestly, if he were not played by Will Smith and a black person, some of the things that he says, you'd be like, ooh, I don't know if that's a, if he could pull that <laughs> off. Right. So, yeah, just 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 watch it, man. You'll
0: so, see. So compare. I, I, I might watch it. I mean, would you compare the genies? I mean, How would you compare the, like, hmm. in, in the first one, Robin Williams makes the movie, right? I mean, you know, yes. even though he didn't want to be like the, the headlining guy, he was the headlining guy. Like, you know, he did, he made the movie. The reason why it's so popular is because probably because of Robin Williams is, is, is the, does, I mean, that's a lot of really big shoes for Will Smith to fill. How does he do? Um, I
2: think that, that's the biggest problem i think a lot of people were anticipating that will smith was going to take over or replace robin williams they are two different genies i'll be honest with you like that's why i said like i think for where robin williams has that rapid comedy kind of uh, skill and and that wit um and not to say that will smith isn't funny i think it's just that will smith as i said before he's playing more to i i would say his Afrocentric background right like where i'm not saying he's like putting black jokes all the time but like you know he'll 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 do the typical will smith kind of thing where he'll be like yo man i got you i'm waiting for you i'm gonna come on like you know he'll do the whole like nice Mm -hmm. friendly will smith black guy kind of thing that robin williams couldn't have done right um so so i think they play it differently and and rightfully so to their different strengths because i think it would be stupid to ask will smith to kind of emulate that rapid fire comedy that we know robin williams as right um and and i think he just plays his humor the way he does right so it's yeah i'd I'd say that it's not it's not that you can compare the two but uh, i think they're funny for the two different reasons but i think that robin williams also benefited with his rapid fire comedy with animation because there's no way you could actually do Although when he changes into Rodney Dangerfield or Igor or you know mm. uh, Jack Nicholson in like literally two minutes, that is something that you could not really pull off. I mean, at least with ease with Will Smith, and and I think that's something that they were very good about uh, capitalizing on um, the fact that it's you're, you're, it's Will Smith
0: playing a genie, not not Will Smith playing Robin Williams. All right, that, that's good. All right, so before we go around and give our scores real quick, I just want to talk. I'm a trivia guy. I like trivia, so I always wanted to throw out some. Uh, Ooh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So during the the recording of voices, Robin Williams uh, improvised so much They had almost 16 hours of extra material. Jesus. Um, I'd like to <laughs> see some of that stuff, really. Um, I think some of it I'm is. I'm surprised
2: tough. they didn't come up with it. They haven't come up with anything. Yeah. They,
0: I'm assuming it has something to, do, some kind of legal. Probably.
1: Yeah. Well, you know? <laughs> that and who knows? It might be jokes that are not for this yeah. time who, so who knows, who knows yeah <laughs> um
0: so because he ad-libbed so many lines the script was rejected by the uh, f- um for the Academy Award because for the best animated screenplay um because the lines he ad-libbed weren't in the screenplay um oh wow that is crazy yes yeah, so the opening scene where you know he comes in on the camera <laughs> or whatever and, it, um, and, and then when, when it changes so he doesn't do the singing but then he does the voice when it stops singing, that was completely ad-libbed. So like the, 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 the Rubbermaid container and stuff like that, he, he that was oh, down. Really? Um, yeah, the, the, story is that he was brought in, uh, to the sound stage and was asked to stand behind a table that had several objects on underneath a bed sheet. And then they uh. uncovered it and told him to, to, you know, ad-lib based on these things in that certain, you know, accent or whatever. Um, so that, that that's another one. Another one is um, because of scheduling conflicts with the Star Trek uh, Next Generation, uh, Patrick Stewart p- turned down the role of Jafar. <laughs> oh,
2: that would have been actually good though. I'll admit that, uh, that would have been, yeah. Um, but wait, wait, wait. who did play Jafar? Like, what was, what was the, it wasn't like it wasn't a big name actor, was it?
0: Jafar was voiced by Jonathan Freeman.
2: John Freeman. John Freeman.
1: I
0: don't know the name. Who's in the Producers. Looks like he's done some voiceover for uh, video games. Um, okay. Mostly TV shows, at least, at least recently. Um, okay. All right, so let's go back to a couple a couple more factoids, and then we can go into the scores and we can finish. Um, let's see here. Um, uh, let's see. Originally, Jafar was the most hot-tempered was more hot-tempered while Iago was cool. You know, like a cool character. Yep. But,
2: and then Gilbert Godfrey came in.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey can't do calm. I mean, <laughs> that's not Gilbert Godfrey, right? If you guys are, You can Google this. It. Like, Google, Gilbert Godfrey can actually do, like, soft-spoken stuff. He's like... <laughs> he's like, a, It's on YouTube. His voice is completely different. It's like... um, Have you guys ever heard um Teller speak, like a pen teller? Yep, he, yep, he, yep. His voice is fucked up, man. There's a reason why he doesn't talk. No, no. He sounds like he should be a professor. No, I thought, man, I thought, that's the thing. Every year, every time I teach in Las
2: Vegas, I always make a point to go and talk and meet up with Penn and Teller with my students. So we actually go back. They are cool dudes, and he speaks nicely, and he's a laid-back dude, and I can't make fun of his voice. And I don't think he sounds like a prof, man. Come on.
0: Well, no, it just,
1: <laughs> Vince is like, he does not sound like He doesn't like
0: sound me. like he should he would be up on stage performing magic tricks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you know he, he sounds like a professional. Like, he should be wearing a suit and tie. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. All right, anyways. um, So every time Alen lies, the feather falls down in front of his face. So that's, it was a throwback to Pinocchio. That's the reason why they did oh, it.
2: Oh, did um, not pick up on that. Did not pick up on that.
0: That is cool. Uh, let's see. Okay, so that's interesting. I didn't know. I didn't know this one. Alain, every time Elen throws an apple at J- Jasmine, um, he does it several times for the movie. In ancient Greece, throwing an apple to a woman is considered a marriage proposal. <laughs> okay. well, that's uh, interesting. I thought that was called
2: like you know, um, special, <laughs> special needs version of uh, dodgeball or like stoning. I don't know. Really? Apples, ain't, apples don't feel good when they hit you, man.
0: All right. So that's uh, I'm I'm I'll go ahead and give my score first. I think that this is a five out of five movie. I really do. Um, if, at least at the time. I mean, I guess if it came out today, from the things you guys have said, and if I you know I picked up on that, I probably would give it lower. But I think it was a fantastic movie. Uh, Vince, your score? Yeah, I, w- I would
2: say four and a half, four out of five. I'm, I'm you know I'm I'm very shy to give uh, perfect scores, but I think that it does a very good job. Um, I mean, sure, I, I mentioned for all the criticisms I mentioned about being dated and having like questionable themes. I still think that it is a very strong um, animated movie, um, and I think it it definitely is up there in the the top 10 of Disney movies in in, in the company's entire existence.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Ricky, your score?
1: So, I would give it a 4.99 out of (laughs) (laughs) 5. Ooh, Ricky doesn't want to give it... Wait, so it's less than Fast and Furious? What the hell, man? (laughs) So... Um, I, I enjoyed it. I would watch it again in a heartbeat. Um, despite all the things that we picked up on, I watched it with my six-year-old and my three-year-old, and they did not pick up on any of that. They they just enjoyed it. Um, Robin Williams' performance for me um, was most enjoyable about the whole thing mm-hmm. and just the fact of sharing that with my kids because I grew up like other than this I've seen Mrs. Dowfire, I've seen um Mork and Mindy I've I even saw that photo lab movie he did oh what is a creepy right? killer right yeah, I can't remember. It's just he, he uh, would it, print it, out the he'd print out kids and stuff. Yeah. All he,
0: has, he has he had some really horrible movies, guys. Yeah, he did one so. with Al Pacino called uh uh Insomnia. God, it's yeah, such a bad it's in Alaska. movie. Alaska,
2: <laughs> it's in Alaska. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, remember that one
0: too. So bad. And yeah, and then don't so, forget I mean,
2: Bicentennial
0: Man. Come and on, oh yeah. and there's that one that's called well, that's cutscenes where everybody's life is recorded and he's the one that does the, the editing or whatever for the funeral. <laughs> oh, it's really bad.
1: Oh that's obscure, man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like yeah, it was, it was fun sort of sharing that with my kids, cause you know I know, um, you know that they've never seen anything with him in it before. Um, so yeah, I would definitely watch that again. No questions asked. I didn't but, give the point 0.1 because Ben said he never gives perfects, and I sort of thought about that, and I was like, hmm. No, but you do, and
2: you gave, again, you give Fast and Furious better than Yeah, but that has cars.
0: That's you cars. Know,
1: yeah, give, give <laughs> uh, a freaking give, flying carpet. Give Yeah, that's not a car. Give, give, uh, <laughs> give Aladdin a, a, a Porsche Carrera G, GT. I would give it, I would give it that point 0.1.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. All right guys. Uh, let's... <laughs> hey, that's that's uh that's an idea to Disney for the next live action version. They can update it to to current time and say this is like the descendant of Aladdin and he's a car thief and
2: wow. <laughs> no, 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 dude, dude, dude. It's called Rachel Mickey Roadster Racers. 4. You and I both know, Ricky, it's called Mickey Roadster Racers. Our kids watch that stuff. You and I both know it exists. It's Fast and Furious with the Disney crew, so, so. leave it alone.
0: I, 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 wanna, I, I just found out two more facts, I, I just real quick. Uh, the, to capture the movement of the low-cut baggy pants that Aladdin wears, um, the the animator studied videos of MC Hammer. <laughs> yeah. And just real quickly, the the genie celebrity impersonations are in order. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Senior Wences. Ed Sullivan, Groucher Marks, Cab Calloway, William F. Buckley, Peter Lorre, uh, Robert De Niro, Carol Channing, Arsenio Hall, Jerry Lewis, yes. Walter Brennan, Mary Hart, Ethel Merman, Rodney Dangerfield, and Jack Nicholson. Um, That's it? Yeah. And apparently, in, in India, Disney replaced the game show host with a cricket commentary. Kate. <laughs> uh, just i random. can't imagine
2: translating robin williams energy and fast talking to hindi uh that's that's hard man <laughs>
0: I'm, I, I mean i'm wondering i mean i know that the whole soccer commentator thing is more of a mexican thing the, you know the the, the goal thing yeah but when do i think it goes soccer um but maybe i don't i don't know i don't know i'm just gonna stop there <laughs> i don't know but anyway, <laughs> that is it for us this time we had a you know really good time talking about Atlanta. it's nice that we, we chose a movie that we've i mean other than ricky i mean i can't believe you just watched this make it also can we pause for just a second in real and in, in, in i don't know grief or something that ricky's children are six and three years old <laughs> I, I mean how do you think that old? i'm still thinking you got these little little bitty babies at home and they're like holy hell uh they grow, you know. You feed and them, yep. you get them wet. They
2: grow. <laughs> it's like after like midnight, something. they become teenagers. I mean, just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should watch that movie, yep. on
0: Halloween or something like Gremlins. Well, oh, oh, guess what,
2: my Gremlins. recommendation is going to be.
0: <laughs> Definitely going to watch that movie. That's a good Chucky. movie.
2: Chunky,
1: we gotta do Chunky. No, no, that, that's oh, too. Oh yeah, too, dude child's play sorry i I, I, <laughs> I don't think anyone even knows the name of the movie no, just call it Chucky. have we oh, ever even done a, ho- a horror
0: movie on this sh- no on the- no no i don't no, think no, so haven't. stay away from oh, horror thank god no, I, have
2: a, I have no problem with
0: horror movies <laughs> in fact I, I i actually ricky get this i
2: actually bought the book when i was a kid it was like one of those things i bought the book uh of child's play and I remember reading on the subway <laughs> and people... Because
1: like, you know what the cover of that book is, right? It's like everyone the wanted you. Everyone yeah, wanted to the light. Knife. Yeah, it put you in um, yeah, <laughs> in yeah, the yeah. asylum. Yeah, I wish That's we true. still had a
0: list of the movies that we've done. We didn't lose that list that we had done. Because I'm pretty sure we did a Stephen King movie.
2: Oh, yeah, we did the one where uh, the dad kills his son at the end.
0: Oh, the Storm Spoiler of the Spoiler alert.
2: <laughs> spoiler alert. no we it's <laughs> 18th century two. No, we did the fog the fog too
0: okay um yes yeah, so we've done we, i mean if you want to consider Stephen King horror movies anyways all right completely off the rails <laughs> oh. <Yeah>. i mean <laughs> what, what else
1: is Aladdin. which is different from <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stephen King should definitely write the next Aladdin. <laughs> be, it would have a horrible ending. We all know it would have a horrible ending because the man cannot write an ending. Anyways, uh, Vince, you're choosing the next one. After that, we'll be doing Knives Out, um, which I still find supposedly is a really good movie. Anyways, um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so. Email at thefreecast.com. You can follow us at The on Twitter. You can... Uh, follow Ricky as Ricky underscore Wings one with I'm at MCWV uh, you can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the free cast now when we say the FreeCast, cast I got something on Twitter the other day like how do you you know I, it took me ages to find this because I was spelling out the word three. First of all I'll use the number <laughs> um, I, I'm not wanting two Facebook or two Twitter accounts just because there's two different ways of spelling it um, anyways that's it for this, this time we'll see you next time see ya.